0: From Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. Assalamu alaikum wa wabarakatuh At uh, 30 on The Voice of the Cape My name is uh, Mohamed Fasih Peterson, And I hope you're having a blessed uh, and wonderful public holiday uh, In the company of The Voice of the Cape Well, uh, in this part of the uh, program uh, We'll be having the MJC Hour And our will we normally engaged with the Muslim Judicial Council And we have various representatives on And today we'll be looking at uh, the uh, Women's Forum The MJC is Women's Forum, but particularly engaging with uh, Mu'alima Nurina Abrams. She'll be our guest for today. We'll be talking about steps to happiness. We know that we find ourselves in a a time where uh, people are generally feeling a little bit more hopeless, they're feeling a little bit more concerned about the future and depressed as well. So how can we generate happiness within ourselves and our lives, not just because of COVID-19, but various other things. People lost their jobs. Uh, People maybe uh, had gotten divorced and there are other tragedies happening in people's lives. And and sometimes just people feel depressed because they don't feel good enough. So how do we foster a sense of happiness within ourselves? That's what we're gonna be talking about today. You're welcome to WhatsApp us right off the bat and. 829 913 You can also SMS us on 47913 Well, my guest on the line Walima Nurhina Abrams from the MJC Women's Forum alaikum and welcome alaikum Wa rahmatullah wa. Shukran bar-
1: brother
0: it's, it's a pleasure, ma'am, alhamdulillah. And I think uh, a very important topic that we need to discuss because the condition of a Muslim is that he should always be happy in all conditions and be um, a, a, a accepting of Allah subhanahu wa favor because even in the bad situations, there's favor from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But obviously, it's difficult for, for a person to motivate themselves, uh, especially when you're presented with challenges. So uh, I believe we'll be talking about steps to happiness today. Inshallah inshallah so i think the first question is um when we talk about steps to happiness um, what type of thinking what type of approach are we talking about here
1: it's uh happiness actually the true happiness that's what we are talking about because okay. there are many many different kinds of happiness but we are talking about the true happiness with with the pleasure of allah
0: Indeed, indeed, mashallah. So um, l- let's start with looking at uh, the condition of a human being and why we find ourselves being unhappy.
1: It's probably because um, one thing, you're being ungrateful, that's mm-hmm. the truth. And the second thing is when you look for something that doesn't exist with you, then that's where the beginning of you feeling uneasy, and you
0: feel not contented with what you have. Now, um, obviously, uh, we understand that within uh, every one of us, there is this natural desire to want more. Um, we purchase a phone, and uh, the phone looks beautiful for five minutes, and then we see someone else has the plus plus version of that, and then we want that phone, and the phone we have in our hands doesn't look as attractive anymore. So uh, the human being has this desire to always want more, and his eyes falling, always falling yeah. on something better. In the sense he or she. Um, but so, 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 what are saying is that by virtue of not appreciating what Allah's put in our hands, or by not appreciating what Allah's given us, <clears throat> that is a cause of us being unhappy. Yes, definitely. Okay, okay. So, so now, um, We're saying gratefulness is one aspect of that But if we also look at where we find ourselves as Muslims um, In a time where we are constantly being told that this is the way The path to happiness You need to buy that fragrance And then you'll be happy You need to have a husband Who has X amount of money in the bank You'll be happy You need to have X amount of children And then you'll be happy You need to have a big house And a big car And all of these things To make yourself happy What is the standard of happiness in Islam?
1: That's what I'm going to talk about My dear brother
0: <laughs> Please do go in.
1: The standard of it is we will take to you. We will take you to Step by step, although there are a lot of steps to happiness, but maybe I will focus on two two things only. This is that uh, this way, maybe we can help one another how to uh, create that happiness in our life and put, put the contentment in our heart. Inshallah.
0: Inshallah. So uh, we have about, I think, four minutes to our first uh, ad break. So maybe if you can just start with the first step, inshallah. Inshallah.
1: Okay. Shukran Maziba. Afwan. All praises are due to Allah. We praise Him and seek His aid. And we ask for His forgiveness. And we seek Allah's refuge from the evil of ourselves and from the evil of our actions. Whomever Allah guides, none can misguide Him. And whomever Allah misguides, none can guide Him. I bear witness that there is none has the right to be worshipped except Allah, and I bear witness that Muhammad, sallallahu wasallam, is His slave and His messenger. So there is no doubt that each person seeks happiness in this life, and each one has different way of finding it. Some may do it through accumulating accumulating wealth, as you said, as you said earlier, that when one have a phone and then that is not enough, then you go to upgrade your phone, then you feel happy about it while others while others do it through entertainment through entertainment. And there are many, many other activities that we know will possibly lead us there. But the question is, how do we obtain the true happiness? So this is what I'm going to share today, hoping that will help us ease our suffering and put that contentment in our heart. As we know, today's life is tough for everyone. Not only because of the COVID, as you said, but because of life itself, the job, the wife, the the children, everything has come together and make our lives difficult. So I'm going to take you to the first step, which is true belief and performing good deeds. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promises the believers if we want to achieve happiness, then we must be certain in our belief. But this belief doesn't stop there. We have to combine it together with good, righteous deeds. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah an verse 97: I would be Allah mina rajim. Man min dakarin aw unsa, wa huwa so what does it mean? It means whoever does righteous deeds, whether male or female, while he or she is a believer, then we will certainly give him a good life. And we will surely bestow up on them their reward and their reward in the year after according to the best of what they used to do. So in this category, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned, mentioned to us, saliha, man saliha. The word saliha itself is righteous deed. So what is this righteous deed? Right, you see? It should be according to the Qur'an and the sunnah. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned the believers. You see, there there is a difference between the believers and the non-believers. If you are believers, everything should be easy with you, inshallah. So believers, when we said the believers, we are the ummah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi and we are called to be the believers. So the believers is he who believes in Allah and His Messenger with sincerity. Then Allah Subhanahu wa Taala mentioned again in that verse: فَلَنُخِيَّنَهُ حَيَاتًا طيبة. So It means I shall grant them a happy life or a good life. So when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said good life, what does good life mean? Good life doesn't only mean you will have everything. You will have wealth, you will have houses in everything. It doesn't mean only that. So according to a group of scholars, good life means having a cheerful peaceful and contented heart this is what good life is so a good life also that even in you are in your most difficult circumstances you are contented with it so in this uh, moment it will give us the result that Due to your sincerity and belief in Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, this will give you calmness in your life and be content with even one piece of bread on your plate, you will be contented, inshallah. And that contentment will definitely lead you to happiness, which will also lead us, any contentment in our heart, it will lead us to righteous deeds. So when you are content, you are immediately going to say Alhamdulillah. There you got it. You immediately got the reward for saying just Alhamdulillah. You are thankful to Allah. And that is a great worship to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala.
0: Mu'allima, uh, on that note, it's time for us to go for a break. We are speaking uh, to Mu'allima uh, Nurhina Abrams. Uh, this is the MJC Hour. Today we're speaking about steps to happiness and uh, uh, talking about contentment and uh, a Developing contentment with what we have uh, Appreciating what we have as a way for us to achieve that sense of happiness And yes, find ourselves uh, even more in the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Through our efforts, I mean Well, time for us to take that break as mentioned And when we come back, we will continue Stay tuned K-tang. This is The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. As-salamu alaykum wa Welcome back to the MJC Hour. We still have online with us Mu'alima Nurihina Abrams from the MJC Women's Forum. Today we're speaking about steps to happiness and how we can find contentment uh, through these actions. Uh, and uh, we uh, also obviously also welcome you to send us a WhatsApp on O. Oh, Uh, 829-913-913 That's 0829-913-913 Now uh, Mu'alima Obviously speaking about contentment And and, and finding a way to always be grateful To Allah subhanahu wa uh, ta'ala The other thing that I find is very important Is when we uh, reflect on what Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has given us, and obviously we're showing gratitude and thankfulness. Not only does it create happiness in us, but also it earns the pleasure of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. And doesn't Allah guarantee us that if we are grateful, Allah will give us more? What? Yes. Uh, w- what I was saying is that, I mean, certainly one of the key uh, features of being grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, being contented, is that when we show gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then Allah will most definitely increase us and give us more.
1: Definitely.
0: definitely. Uh Ma'alima may continue with the steps, inshallah. <laughs> yes, shukran. Uh,
1: we were saying about uh, the contentment. So once the person has that in their heart this contentment will always lead us to righteous deeds you see when you are contented it follows the righteous deeds that that righteous deed will definitely mend our heart it will fix our heart from anything that is how do i say skew that is not straight so that in uh in overall it Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give his guidance to us. Which will also if your heart is mended, then this will immediately follow by the good behaviors. So following good behaviors, this will result a positive reaction towards dealing with any events in our life you know some other people when things happen to them then negative aspects or negative uh, uh, reaction comes which they instead of seeking Allah's help instead of going and making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they will be blaming each other. They will forget about the existence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is what the contentment that will give us, it will give us the true happiness that we are really seeking for in this dunya. So that is for the first step and now we are going to the second step. The second step is occupying oneself with activity or useful knowledge. So, besides from the COVID-19 that we are facing today, one of the most common sickness that most people, people are experiencing is anxiety and depression. So, this second step is one of the way toward off that anxiety and that depression so occupying oneself with activity or useful knowledge these type of things will all will definitely distract our mind and our heart away from dwelling in those sorrows that we are feeling which causes The anxiety and the depression. You see, sometimes it is us, ourselves. We go sit in the corner and think about what had happened, which we shouldn't be doing. So useful knowledge and activities, if it is done truly for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then certainly it will give us calmness, and contentment which will result happiness for our lives. So usually, when we say grief, what is grief? Grief is when a person keeps himself dwelling in the past, which he knows he cannot go back there anymore and rectify whatever had happened to him. So this is what caused the people people grief. While anxiety, again, is when a person is concerned about the future and the fear, he feels or she fears on whatever is coming that he doesn't even know. It's either the job that he's looking for that he's not getting it or either the thing that he needed in life that he's not getting it, in the meantime, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is stopping it from coming because it wasn't the best for him. So therefore, we should focus our attention on the things that is in front of us, which is the present and we have to try to complete the task that was set for the day. By doing so, it will lessen our grief and anxiety bi subhanahu wa ta'ana. So working hard in trying to accomplish what we needed in life must always come together with seeking Allah's help, which we come to the du'a, and the, uh, the dua itself and the actions should walk side by side together. Because this is what the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi so wa sallam said. He is the best of mankind, but he always and he used to seek our help. Which he says he used to seek uh, Allah's refuge from the grief as well and anxiety, which I'm going to mention to you the dua which He always say when uh, there is something like that tracking, Which He says, Allahumma <laughs> inni min minal hammi wal huzni wal ajazi wal kasali wal jubni wal bukhli wa daini rijal. So which means, this is Rawahul Al-Bukhari, which means, O oh Allah, I seek refuge with you from worry and grief, from incapacity and laziness, from cowardice and miserliness, from being heavily in debt and being overpowered by other men. This is what the dua that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam used to do and used to say and also us, us we should follow him and do the same thing. So joining hard work and seeking Allah's help is what the Messenger of Allah subhanahu, uh, what what the Messenger of Allah Muhammad sallallahu alayhi Wasallam, said. He said it is narrated by Abu Hurairah رضي الله عنه قَالَ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ عَلَى مَا ينفعك. وَاسْتَعِنْ بِاللَّهِ وَلَا تَعْجِزْ وَإِنْ أَصَابَكَ شَيْءٌ فَلَا تَقُلْ لَوْ أَنِّي فَعَلْتُ كَذَا وَكَذَا ولكن قُلْ so listen to this. Said the Prophet Muhammad ﷺ said, strive to seek that which will benefit you. So that's what we're talking about in this step two. Occupy yourself with activities and knowledge that is beneficial to you. He said, and seek the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Do not say, no, I can do it on my own. I don't need anybody's help. We always need to tell ourselves, I need the help of Allah. He is my creator. He has the power. He is the most powerful. He creates everything. And if he wills, he will give me what I have asked for. And he said, do not feel helpless. You see, as a as a da'iyah, you are not allowed to feel helpless. Because once you are helpless, you are down there, then the shaitan, the washwas on the shaitan will come over and take over that mind. So and he says if anything befalls you, before you, anything that comes to you, the calamities, the the problems, the conflict that comes to you, he said, Do not say if only I had done such and such. You are not allowed to say that. Do not say if I have done such and such. Rather, say قَدْرَ اللَّهُ مَا شَاءَ This is what you have to say: قَدْرَ اللَّهُ مَا شَاءَ Which means Allah has decreed, and whatever He will, He does. So, for verily, saying if. If anybody say and it's already happened in the past and it is a bad thing and then he would say or she would say if then these words or this action can open the door to the deeds of to the deeds of Shailping. So in this narration, the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam sallam advised us about two matters. The first matter here is to strive for useful things in all situations and seek the help of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. So the second matter is to surrender ourselves, surrender everything that happened in our past because what is past is past. You cannot take it back back. Because the time itself, if you do not use your time wisely, the time will definitely cut you off. So everything that happened in our lives, in the past, surrender it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you did, if you do, if you did a sin in the past, let it go and put it in mind that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most, Forgiving. Definitely you seek his forgiveness, he will definitely forgive you. Fourth, and he said, in witness in them the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Forget the past and see what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put for you in the future. So we know every one of us has different level of capacity in handling things. And the level of our iman is also different. But we have to strive as much as we can and comply with what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in His Messenger advised us to do.
0: Why, uh, yes. Unfortunately we have run out of time uh, But inshallah we are Hopefully next time we can continue on With these important points And uh, may we make it part of our lives And absorb these lessons inshallah So that inshallah. Uh, we can become the best Versions of ourselves uh, Mu'alima uh, Nuria Abrams uh, Nurina Abrams yes. uh, Member of the NJC uh, w- Women's Forum Mu'alima, shukran so much for joining us All the best and uh, safe day right. further inshallah Shukran wa alaykum. salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. From myself, Muhammad Faseek Piresan, I believe as-salamu alaykum wa My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape.